0: Hello everybody and welcome back to A2 Everything. Today we'll be talking about what every other thing ever is talking about right now, Christmas. Of course I'm kidding, we're talking about Halloween today and all things spooky, scary, and slightly skeletonized? I don't know, I was going for an S word there but I couldn't find it. Anyway, so I just wanted to talk about maybe some favorite movies, some games I've played, spooky things, scary things, stuff like that. It's Halloween, people. I get to do what I want and what I want. Is something spooky right now. So, first up, I want to talk about one of my favorite films. One of the f- one I don't do a lot of like scary films. Okay, I don't do I don't do slashers. I don't find this is like a time to go out and find the most like hardcore PG 13R slasher film that I can find. I prefer the classics. And one of my favorite classics is the Christmas slash Halloween movie. Gremlins, okay gremlins if you don't know and I'm I'd be highly Gremlins is at this point a very famous like concept at the very least if not movie Like if you hear gremlins, you know that um, If you splash water on them, they'd like multiply and that's what the whole so the premise is is that there's like some guy It's like this totally normal American like town, okay, and then one guy comes back from China with a little pet called a Magwai I think is I'm I'm probably butchering that but Magwai he gives it to his son with specific instructions not to feed him after da- feed him after 12 o'clock uh like, direct sunlight will kill him, and don't put any water on him, because then he'll multiply. Well, at some point, he does spill water on Gizmo, the mo- the original, like, little mogwai, and that spawns a whole bunch of more little cute and cuddly things, and then at some point, he feeds them after 12, and they turn into terrifying little gremlins, and then at some point, they, like, fall into a pool, and the entire town is taken over by gremlins. It's... It's more of a comedy. Okay, I, that's... That yeah it's just kind of entertaining to watch what the gremlins go crazy and do like they go into a movie theater and they sing along to uh hi ho hi ho from i don't know that's not how you say it like the the snow the dwarfs song in uh snow white like they, they do this crazy stuff like that or they're all like it's just funny like i'm pretty sure they're all puppets it's entertaining to watch it's done by steven spielberg and there is some cool things It's just an entertaining film, and it's Christmas. And I think some of my favorite parts are just how messed up they try to make everything. Like, for instance, so the guy that gets the Mogwai, like the 16-year-old kid, I don't know how old he's supposed to be, has a girlfriend, and the girlfriend hates Christmas, and you find out the reason she hates Christmas is because when she was literal, her dad tried to... Go down the chimney and surprise her, and ended up tripping and snapping her ne- his neck, and then he died, and that's why she hates Christmas. That is just so weird. Like what that doesn't show up on anyone's like mind when you think of something. Like, and it's so almost forced. Like it feels like it comes out of left field for the character and for the movie in general because the movie has been like, oh, Christmas it's funny, and they're jumping around and like drinking beer, and it's kind of funny. And then out of nowhere, she's just like, I hate Christmas because my dad snapped his neck while falling down a chimney. And I mean, I have many questions about the whole setup, like how the heck he was coming down a chimney. Like, just think about that, people. It makes no sense to me. Maybe it'll make sense to you. But so that's a thing. There's other just weird, funny things that they do. I mean, it's just it's just a comedy movie. Like, if you are worried you don't want to watch it because you're freaked out, you'll be scared by the scary puppets. I'm like, are you scared by, like, Kermit the Frog or any of those Muppets? You're not going to be scared by Gremlins. There's, like, one or two jump scares, and they almost feel warranted because this movie isn't scary, and that's the only way it could scare you, which I kind of, like, enjoy jump scares and hate them at the same time. I think that in movies they're cheap, especially cause 90% of the time they're just like fake outs. And I think that's dumb, but I do feel like in a movie like this, where 90% of it is a comedy, they can get away with a few, uh, you can get away with some jump scares. Cause it's just kind of funny and it gives everyone in that rush. Like, Oh, it's scary. Oh no, it's not. It's not scary at all. But yeah, so that's an entertaining movie. If you guys want something to do, um, there's some other classics we watch, uh, Charlie Brown and the great pumpkin. That's a classic. If you don't know that one, it's just like, (laughs) yeah, that one's also, it's interesting how like these are so like simply ingrained in your minds that it doesn't seem weird until you actually have to explain it. Like I could say the great pumpkin and be like, oh yeah, Charlie Brown, you know, it's totally normal. But then you think of the insanity that is. A small child who's best friends with Charlie Brown, who carries around a blankets everywhere, every Halloween, instead of going trick-or-treating, he goes to a pumpkin patch and awaits the arrival of the great pumpkin, okay? Which is supposedly, like, Santa Claus pumpkin. Like, this giant pumpkin will come flying out of this pumpkin patch and, like, bring joy to children or something. Like, you think about that and you're just like... Because of, we're, like, so desensitized almost to how insane that sounds. But if someone went, tried to invite me to that, I'd probably stop being their friend. I, it seems such a weird concept to me. And it's almost, like, funny how, now that I'm explaining it. But, yeah, so he... The Great Pumpkin um, only shows up once a year on Halloween. And it only chooses one out of the millions of pumpkin patches. And so Linus, the friend, will go... And wait in a pumpkin patch And try and bring people along To Welcome the great pumpkin And that's just And then it turns out to be like Snoopy just trolling him It's it's hilarious That's another good, great classic Um I'm trying to think Some other Newer ones Uh Frankenweenie That's another kind of interesting Uh Movie I'll say interesting It's just like the dog is Frankenstein, like he gets brought back by a kid, and it's lightning. It's a really weird, it is like Steven Spielberg. I No, not Steven Spielberg, Tim Burton, I believe. It's all black and white, it's actually pretty entertaining. There are some funny moments, It I, I swear it does like a Gremlins homage. No, it does, it does. It definitely does a Gremlins homage, because they have like dead sea monkeys, like those little things that you put in water and they multiply, and you can't see them, and they're the worst pet ever. Uh, sorry to any, like, sea monkey lovers. Um, but, yeah, those things suck. But, no, so, like, those turn into Gremlins. Like, they come out a little larger, and they go and terrorize the town. It's a small... It's, uh, yeah, again, it's, like, a reference to Gremlins, which is cool. Um, you know, Gremlins is re- referenced a lot. They're in Lego Batman. Uh, they get referenced in Goonies, stuff like that. Because it's just a famous, like, hallmark for the... Oh, they're little green monsters that if you splash water them, they multiply and they terrorize people. So, yeah, that's just a... Going back to Gremlins, because I can. Um, some other things... Hocus Pocus is one that, like, my, my parents love. And we've literally had the package for, I think, an entire year. Like, I think we got Hocus Pocus the movie um, last year for Halloween. And we still have not even let it out of its... Uh, Box or like wrappings So yeah like it's still Like saran wrapped around it So we've never even opened that up But my mom's just like oh I love that movie I'm like why have we never watched it then Like poor Kay. Um, So there's some yeah. I'm just kind of like throwing out some spitballing Some ideas for people who may want to Be like bored this Halloween Or just realize you're too old to go trick or treating Which there's never If you ever think you're too old for trick or treating Either have kids or piggyback off your young siblings, because then you can just be like, oh, I'm just getting it for them, okay? Life hacks right here, people. This this is the secrets to how you can trick-or-treat when you're way too old to be, is all you have to do is surround yourself with small children and maybe, like, just walk on your knees the entire night? I, I'm not sure. Just do that, people. That's That's how you get the candy. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know how you grow too old to your candy. That just kind of seems funny to me. Like, it stops motivating you to do things. Like, teachers can't convince you to do stuff by be like, oh, here's your Snickers if you write an entire paper. Like, that loses its meaning. But at no point, I think, does anyone actually grow out of liking candy. So, yeah. Um, so, there's some movies. I think, Grim- yeah, Gremlins. The three, yeah, like I said, I don't do a lot of horror movies. I've had some friends tried to do horror movies before um i remember a few years ago we had one guy's like they invited me to a movie night i'm like dude there's no freaking way i'm doing scary movies and the next day they were all like red-eyed and bloodshot because apparently they watched a movie called lights out um (laughs) usually when i say that a lot of people like react in like this terrified manner so i'm guessing it's a i don't know i finally found out the plot like after three years apparently it has something to do with like There's a blind guy, and, like, three kids try to rob the blind guy, and he turns out to be, like, demonic or something. I'm not... Again, I've never seen it. I'm definitely never gonna watch it until I'm, like, old enough and, like, in the middle of the day. And then probably gonna just, like, stay up all night because I won't be able to sleep. But, yeah, that's... That's a something. That's a something. There are other ones that I'm sure people will mention. Nightmare Before Christmas... I don't think I've ever seen it start to finish. We kind of talked about this one on the other podcast um, with Ridge Reviews. But, like, I know all the famous scenes. Like, I know this is Halloween and that whole thing. And then for some reason, like, Jack's singing to, like, Frankenstein woman Sally. And there's, like, these weird, like, weird, like these weird, like, swirled heel things. Uh, I don't know. I've never seen the movie. But, I like I've said, I've seen the... When he walks into the, I've heard all the songs, I believe, I know there's like, he walks into a grove of trees, and there's a bunch of, like, uh, holidays marked on them, and there's like a, and so he walks into the Christmas tree one, I want to know, because there is a lot of trees, it isn't just like he walks in and sees like a tree with a Christmas tree on it, that's weird, now that I, like, now that I say that out loud, I'm like, it's a tree with a Christmas tree painted on it that he walks into, but so it's like there are other I want to see like the Groundhog Day tree. Like, will it just be Bill Murray in an infinite loop? And will he gets caught in the loop, too? And then I mean, don't tell me that that isn't an amazing idea for a movie where Bill Murray at some point just gets interrupted in Groundhog Day by Jack Skeleton walking in like it just sounds so good. Just that Hollywood. That's your next sequel. Stop making Grinch remakes and other nutcracker movies with weird, uh, what what is that? Like, it's a nutcracker movie, but it's trying to be epic. Like, I'm thinking the Alice in Wonderland movies, but those weren't good. So I guess they're trying it again with a nutcracker. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh, tangents, tangents, stop, Jake. Maybe that's more interesting. All you people are like, no, go into that. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm staying on my spooky, wookie, uh episode <laughs> i'm so dumb okay um no so something about where were we we were at like Nightmare christmas yeah so he walks in he sings a song about like people aren't throwing heads they're throwing snowballs because we're edgy and stuff like that uh yeah and then at some point he goes back to halloween town he's just like hey christmas is pretty cool Let's go do Christmas. And so they they do Christmas horribly, and, like, they kidnap Santa and give him to this, like, the boogeyman who's actually a sock filled with bugs. And for some reason, he rolls, like, snake eyes, so, like, a one and a one with a pair of dice. And he hates that for some... I I have not... Like I said, I've never sat down and watched the entire movie, but, like, I know... I know just about everything that happens. And I'm sure... Yeah, okay, maybe not. Um, (laughs) uh, So those are, I think... I don't know. I swear like there's one Halloween movie just on the tip of my tongue and it's going to kill me if I don't mention it. And at some point, I'm going to actually like just change gears entirely and just shout it out randomly. But I can't remember it. So, okay, let's talk about some spooky video games I play. Um, First one up is Death Road to Canada. If you've never heard of Death Road to Canada, and I wouldn't be surprised if you did, it's kind of like an indie title. Just imagine Oregon Trail, but with zombies. And if that doesn't get you immediately interested at the very least, you may have issues. But yeah, so it's like Oregon Trail, but instead of going from wherever you start in Oregon Trail to Oregon, um, you're starting in Florida trying to get to Canada, which is the last... Uh, Country holding out against the zombie apocalypse so along the way you run into you can make it you can make your own so you can be like Jake and Someone I don't know like Jose. I don't know who Jose is but Yeah, you can bring those two along and you can just go on wild adventures you can bring all like your friends and family in And then you can run into a bunch of like crazy people that you can like pick up like a guy wearing a hockey mask who holding a machete, which I'm sure references nothing Halloween or like a crazy clown that if it dies, then you have to put in like this bonus level where you have to fight off a horde of clowns instead of zombies. So there is it's not just like sitting in a car. There's also these points where you have to like get out of the car and like scavenge for supplies and like guns and ammo and stuff, which is it's a really fun game. And it's really like funny. Um, it's co-op so you can play with a friend which is just entertaining um so yeah that's another one it's fun with a friend and it's definitely it's even fun to watch and just read in general so if you have like a group of friends together and you guys are bored just maybe boot that up because it honestly is fun i think it's also on mobile devices i play it on pc but yeah so that's a fun game to check out um another one is a game called bloodborne and i know that sounds really dark and it is but it is also extremely hilarious to me and i play this game and i seriously just laugh the entire time um the reason i laugh and it's not entertaining like death road to canada is supposed to be funny and comedic this bloodborne is like trying to be super super like dark and edgy and i mean it pulls it off well but at the same time i'm just laughing my head off the entire time because literally the first thing you do after like your creepy cutscene is you walk up to like a werewolf and punch it and like blood just erupts from it like that's what makes it so comedic is it tries so hard to be like gory and stuff and instead it just kind of comes off comedic in my mind like one of those if you've ever watched if you've ever seen like clips or watched actually like watched a bad horror movie. They try and substitute actual scariness for just a bunch of blood everywhere And it doesn't work and that's kind of what this game does like literally the first thing you do is you get up You're like, oh, this is a fr- you're in like a hospital. It's freaky And then you see like this werewolf like eating a body or something and so you walk up and you punch it and just blood erupts everywhere And the werewolf just looks slightly confused like it doesn't even it doesn't it's just It's just funny to me and I just watch this and laugh and it's I don't know apparently there's like deep story, but in the end it's really just like you running around killing monsters like these creepy zombie guys And at one point it got really weird Like this is kind of the point where I stopped playing quite a bit because it was like this creepy like town And then you walk into this forest and it goes from like creepy town where like the zombies and like giant executioners and werewolves to just like snakes like it's just, <laughs> It's just like someone was watching Indiana Jones. was like I know what terrifies people It's snakes Snakes everywhere. Okay, we'll put snakes and humans. We'll put a bunch of snakes tangled up It'll be really terrifying and again, it just makes me laugh that like Ten snakes are apparently like wrapped up in a ball and they're not like biting the ever-living crap out of each other Like instead they're just coexisting to try and eat you which is funny <laughs> This is a movie. uh, No, this isn't a movie. This is a game. This is a game that you either need to, like, just play on your own and be prepared to laugh or play with friends and be prepared to laugh harder. Like, you can take it seriously, and I'm sure there's a ton of people that are probably mad at me because a ton of people watch my podcast. I mean, listen. Because I'm famous, guys. Internet famous. Uh, no. But I'm sure there's people who would be like, No, but it really is, like, dark and grim. Like, yeah, it kind of is, but it's also just funny. Like, just make fun of it and you'll have a good time. Like, you can go into a sewer and fight a giant pig. Like, (laughs) again, another weird thing. So, yeah, those are just some spooky video games I play. I mean, there is... No, that's really about it for me. Like, honestly. I mean, I, I, I get scared of the boo houses in Mario, so i don't have a very high threshold for scariness um that movie hasn't come to me yet so i'll go into the next form of media books and i actually really enjoy scary books of all things well to what point okay i don't like things i'm okay with things trying to scare me while telling a story like a creepy atmosphere in a level or a movie is cool. Like in Lord of the Rings or something, when they go into like the creepy graveyard with all the ghosts or not the graveyard, it's like this spooky, like crypt in the mountains. That's cool. Like I, I, I enjoy that. Cause it's like telling a story and it's scary to a point. It's not just like everyone dies like a uh, goosebumps. I don't enjoy goosebumps. Like I can read them fine. I'm not scared by them of all things. Like I don't, get freaked out by goosebumps i'm just kind of bored the entire time like yeah it's spooky where's the twist you know stuff like that um but it's more books i like one of them probably one of my favorite book series of all time um is lock Lockheart and co and i have to say it slowly so people will like hear me and not misinterpret it it's a really entertaining series about fighting ghosts like that's oh sorry that's the entire um premise is fighting ghosts and like it's these little kids it's like comedic at the same time also funny also terrifying and it's actually entertaining because i go to like my library and i find it in the junior section i'm like that is so misplaced there's a part about like a cannibal like an actual guy and this is like all said in modern time ish yeah. i say ish um it's all said in like modern time and it's talking about like this cannibal that ate his neighbor and all these terrifying things he's doing to like freak out the ghost hunters and I'm like that's in a junior section. That's right next to the magic school bus. That's that's a good call people. Um but yeah, that's a really good book series. I'm not going to try and go into any spoilers. It just kind of let's just say it starts off with that. It's a five book series and it starts off kind of with the first two just being yeah, ghosts are cool. We're just kind of like fighting ghosts and solving mysteries and stuff and then Kind of, as it gets into the third, fourth, and fifth, it actually tries to, like, um, solve the problem instead of just fighting the ghosts, which, that sounds, like, good, but at the same time, I don't like it when books like to do that, and by that, I mean, they like to have an ending, and I'm not saying what happens, I actually kind of don't remember, because the fifth book is not good, in my opinion, Which is weird, because the fourth book was really, like, my favorite. And then the fifth book kind of blew it for me, which is the last one. And it's hard to draw, it's hard to do endings. But, like, in my mind, when you have these kinds of stories, I don't like it when the story ends. Um, and I said, okay, no one likes it when the story ends, okay? No one likes that, and I get that. But what I mean is, like, I don't like it when... The story ends and the thing that they've been the magical things that they've been doing or they lose their powers or something like that. that's the reason it ends is because they can't do cool stuff anymore Like that's just boring to me and like I prefer it when things leave it kind of open like they finish whatever like okay Harry Potter is honestly like a perfect example of that because Voldemort is defeated that was the main goal forever But at the same time like you just have this continuation and you know There's still like magic in the world and there's still adventures to be had when you have like uh I'm trying to think of something Uh, there's a few off the top of my head That I kind of, these books I don't like But I don't think many people will understand that So I'm not gonna use that as an example But let's just say, like, when the book ends Because the person, like, loses their power Okay, that's just dumb to me Because I'm like, okay, there goes the adventure There goes the magic You blew that So you could just Finish, because you kind of got lazy And you're just like, I'm not sure how to finish this So I'll just cop out and have it all be finished instead of coming up with some kind of like meaningful end and that's just um that's just frustrating to me and i really hate it when books do that because there is quite a few that try and and that um and that way again i really do need to get around to doing like an episode where i talk about my top 10 pet peeves in books it's probably up to 15 at this point because I'm always finding out more and more things that frustrate me in books when I actually, like, look at them. Be like, you know, I hate that, I hate that, I hate that. (laughs) Which is funny because I really love reading. Um, I'm just... I am kind of, like, critiquing because I like to read books more than once and after the first time, I really start, like, analyzing the book and that can, like, ruin it half the time. But... Anyways, so Lockhart & Co. is a good one to try out. Um, Goosebumps, those are your things. I mean, there's like a million of those, so I'm sure at some point, you guys, someone, there are good ones. I am sure. I just haven't bothered to read a lot of them. Uh, Um, Jim Butcher. Not Jim Butcher. The Dresden Files. That's more of like a mature book, and I say that because it's like... It does use strong language and uh, certain things. If you, in my mind, I will read like an R-rated book, but I wouldn't re- watch an R-rated movie. So that's just that's just my personal preference. I think books have like more leeway and the stuff that they can get away with. Um, but yeah, so the Dresden Files—that's kind of a spooky Halloween thing. It's it's one of those like supernatural things, which is a TV show. That's what I'm re- referencing, not like supernatural things in general it's like so like monsters and evil gods exist in our modern days and like this is this one wizard knows how to fight them and he's like on call for the police and he fights necromancers and trolls under bridges so that's kind of like a spooky thing there is a there's one where he's like literally a ghost like he died and came back as a ghost which that one is actually kind of like one of my favorite books because it one of the climaxes is when he leads a uh, army of serial killer ghosts against the beaches, like, of Normandy. And, and that's honestly just, like, so entertaining to me, like, just imagining that. Like, that's that's what I want. Like, that's what I want in my book is something just nuts, crazy awesome. And that's just all you can ask for. Um, it's looking like we're... I'm going to wrap this thing up. But, yeah, so there's some... There's some ideas. If you guys are chilling around your house this uh, Halloween, not doing much, not going trick-or-treating, there's some things you can try. Turn on some movies, read a book while also playing a video game. Um, There's other forms of media that have spooky Halloween things, but yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Um, Yeah, it's just thank you guys for listening. Um, Have a happy Halloween. Bye.